It's time to feel the rage. Welcome to a special Calgary International Film Festival edition of the show. Directors and actors beware as you cannot hide from the rage. My name is Bryson. I'm part of the Film Rage crew, which also includes Jim, who did not show up at all to day four of the festival because of his grandkids' first birthday. That is foreign to me. Watch four to five films at a cinema or spend the day with a one-year-old grandchild? Did you have any meaningful conversations with him? Was it worth missing an entire day of movies? He said his first word yesterday. There you go. What Do you want to know what it was? So was it? Well, it's, no. it's technically he has two words. He's bilingual. He can speak Korean because his first word in Korean was wow. And his first word in English was wow. I thought it was puppy. Color me unimpressed. Also, we have the Merman who has been busy bringing entertainment to the masses at the Calgary International Film Festival. How's life in the projection booth? Uh, stressful. <laughs> All right. On a side note, check out our verbal masturbation session, session with Omar Mualam, the director of the Lebanese Burger Mafia, as we talk about life and burgers and everything in between. Oscar is not only a director, but he is a producer, a writer, an editor, an educator podcaster he does speaking engagement and he's the son of a baron oh and he is also a professional wrestler by the name of fake news nice learn more about all that and more at the same place you're listening to this current podcast uh so with all that being said it's time to oh by the way i should mention that the lebanese bird burger mafia is playing tuesday september 26 at 6 45 p.m so if you missed it in its first showing you got another shot tomorrow if you happen to be listening to this on Monday, if you happen to be listening to this on September 26th, go and get your ticket. It's starting. It's starting like right now. Go get your ticket. So with the introductions out of the way, let's rage on. Whoa. Thanks to all who've been supporting us. If you love our independent podcast, please like, subscribe, share, and give us a five-star rating on your listening platform or support us and join the Film Rage community by joining our membership at buymeacoffee.com forward slash Film Rage YYC. If you cannot commit to a membership, you can still buy us a movie rental and dare us to see a terrible film and we will watch it if it played anywhere in the world in a cinema. Now, let's get to talking about an amazing festival, Calgary International Film Festival. <sighs> this music is just fantastic. <laughs> I cannot tell you how- I feel like I'm at a film gala right now. How it's just so fantastic. I cannot tell you. It's cinematic. How, it's so, so fantastic. It's epic. Yeah. Thanks, Bryce. Thanks so hey, much. No problem. It's not like I wrote it. <laughs> I know. It is jizz pretty fantastic. There you go. So we're going to uh, be discussing some of the best stuff that we've seen so far. We are going into only day five of the festival. Um, but in the first four days, I saw a whole lot of good movies. You did? I did. What? Uh, we'll kick off with the first movie that we watched. We, we were one in and we already had a Mondo, Jim. I know, like, you know, first off, people know that they, these films that we get, a lot of these films you're not going to get to see anywhere in the world. It's, if, if you don't get to see it at the, your local festival, these may never show up anywhere in cinemas. So please, if you live in Calgary, please go to SIF's website and start buying some tickets. Yes. Which is 
www.ciffcalgary.ca. Yes, indeed. So what did we see first, Bryce? We saw Fallen Leaves, a romance worth watching that takes place in Germany. Um, just absolutely spot on. It Can, was wait, so Wait, Fallen so Leaves good. takes place in Germany? It does, doesn't it? No, I think it's in Finland, is it not? No, I don't think so. Really? I'm 100%. It's, it's a Finland... Germany German co-production. co-production. Oh, okay, that took place. But in, it took place in Germany. Wow! Here I thought. Here I thought the whole time it was taking place in Finland as I was because watching. Because they were speaking. Remember, every now and then she spoke Finnish. Yes. And they're like, "Don't speak the Finnish." Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Now I remember. Unless I've got it reversed. No, no, I but think... I'm pretty sure I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but now you got me doubting myself. Well, you know I what? Doubt Whether it's in Finland or it's in Germany, it's still a pretty amazing film. Keep talking. Uh, that's all I got to say. I loved what? it. What? That's all you got to say. But I think you saw it as well. Did you I also, also think did it was see Mondo? it, and I also thought it was Mondo. Excellent. So, uh, the greatest love story that has ever taken place in the dankest and dreary, plus the most depressing town, by two of the most boring people, where it has the greatest soundtrack from any movie that has ever been made. The level of depression and dust, and I mean dust dry humor, was taken to only the places that a fin- Finnish German co production could take us to. This film was so fucking funny. It was hilarious. Depressing and fun. I I to open the festival with this for us was just it was like you and I were laughing our asses off through this entire movie. It was so I, at mostly everything that that was extremely, especially the music. Like when the music would come on, there's nothing you can say other than the fact that for I don't even know where that did they write this music for this film because it fit so perfect to it. And I was just like, who makes music like this? It was so depressing at the time, and it was like everything fit so well. This film is so dry, like. Bone, bone, dry, funny, funny, funny. If you like that type of humor, you've got to see Fallen Leaves. This film is so good. And you can, Jim. It's (gasps) What? It's got an encore presentation Sunday, October 1st at 6.30 p.m. So see this film. Go to sifcalvary.ca, get your ticket. Yep. Agreed. Now, Murr, what do you got? Tell us, tell us one that you saw. Now, like Murray it. didn't get to actually see the festival because he's working the cameras. I, as Bryce said, am working hard to make sure those movies get on your screen. That's uh, right. It's, it's not as easy as it sounds. But on top of that, Murray is also a previewer. So I was a previewer. I you, saw over 100 films this summer. And you got to see a lot that actually played the festival, uh, thanks more, to you. More than usual, but yeah. Well, I didn't pick them, just they happened to get picked. Yeah, you gave them a... Some I enjoyed more You than gave them a check mark. I did. Uh, well, I guess we'll start off with, the, I guess, the best of the best that got picked. All right. Uh, the Mattachine family. Nice. That's how you say it. Uh, this is about a gay couple who basically uh, have a foster child, and uh, their birth mother comes back to reclaim it. What? And they go through all kinds of hardship. It's heartwarming and tender and funny. Uh, and Emily Hampshire is in it, Canada's own, and who's been in a lot of festival films nice. over the years. And yeah, I gave it a 10 out of 10. Uh, how do I recommend it? It's playing tonight and Thursday. Oh, so there's two chances to two see it. Two chances to see it. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, my number two 
on our Mondo list, which I'm afraid I might be the only one that gave this one a Mondo, is the film Sleep. You are the only one that gave it a Mondo. Yes. And I liked it a lot. Oh, yeah. I know. Um, so for me, I, I love this film. The um, it's, got, it's got no more playing uh, at the festival. No. So if you missed it at the festival, then watch for it on, um, on everywhere else that it's going to be. A sleep disorder, or is it a ghost? This slow burn Korean film, Ghost Story, has a double dog murder, baby garbage dumps, and drilling your neighbor. And I don't mean sexually, but with an actual drill. The slow build was He's not kidding. Awesome. Yeah. And, <laughs> and leave you slow. through the movie on whether this is a ghost movie or a science-based sleep disorder movie. And it has you thinking that through the entire movie until a giant climax in the movie, which also gave me a giant climax. I love this movie. I thought it was great. It's um, it's very slow yes. and very suspenseful, fully built. That's why I loved it so much. That's good. Yeah. All right. Uh, we had the latest from Hirokazu Kurita. <gasps> the film's name is Monster. Uh, it's a coming-of-age film, unlike anything you've seen before. Uh, I absolutely adored this, and I know you're going to expand on it a lot more. But is it playing again? Do you it remember? is, but we usually save that for the end. All right, to surprise everybody. Okay. Karita goes to a whole new level of family dynamics and character development, where he almost out-Karitas himself by Christopher Nolaning himself in a film so layered and complex where everyone is a monster by accident or by way of a decision they make or someone else makes for them. This film will take years to process, like most of his films, but this may be the best film he has ever made. It is absolutely fantastic if you love Karita's films, this one is like super Karita. Like, super I don't even know how to explain it other than that. This, he really does out, outdo himself. Like, I, I freaking, as a, everybody who knows me knows, he is my second favorite director of all time. And, and for me to think this was his best t so far, well, I, I haven't even hard to judge that because he's just so brilliant. And this, it takes a diversion to his regular style almost. Wouldn't you agree? I would. It's it's unlike anything he's made before, too. Yeah. Um, but it was very, very good. And there's there's points of this. Like, it has some touchings. Probably. Like, very slight and subtle things happen in this movie that, like, because his character development and family dynamics, like, nobody in the business does that better than him. It's just so freaking good. Yeah. Everybody must see this film. And they can. <gasps> uh, so it is playing again Thursday, September 28th at 8 p.m., all right, Mur. SifCalgary.ca. Get nice. tickets. Mur, what about you? Tell us another one. Uh, well, tonight we are screening Little Brother, which I guess is the second running. Uh, basically, uh, a guy with drug issues, uh, he tries to kill himself, and uh, his brother picks him up, and they drive across the U.S. And they're dealing with uh, basically their old trauma over the years and they kind of form a new bond yeah i thought it was pretty good runs tonight nice all right so make sure 
SifCalgary.ca, people. Uh, teacher's Lounge. Yes. Kenneth Brana needs what? to watch this film uh, to show what a real mystery is like. One that has nothing solved, anxiety, confusion, and angst among every single person in the film. It's hard to go over everything that this film has in it, but a teacher accuses a school administrator of being the thief that has been previously a topic of concern for the entire school. The people involved and the rumor mill and the kids were all fantastic. The, the story had this constant build of tension to get us to a climax finale. Yeah climax again mm. that was so 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 brilliantly written this film had so much to think about and in fact i am still processing this film this is the most mondo of all mondos for any film about schools in germany that i've seen and i've seen a few so this is a must-see film what did you think uh ditto <laughs> everything yes. is ditto yes. this is the german submission for the academy awards this oh year is it as well okay yeah. yeah this this film it was super mom I, I i can't even like you can't explain how every move that this film takes you kind of you're 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 take kind of taken into this teacher's mind and some of this could only happen because of where things are at specifically around um I want to say privacy rules and, you know, the way I don't, I don't want to say woke culture per, per, perhaps, but there is some of that sprinkled into here. Mm -hmm. If they just would have done things right at the very beginning, this could have been so differently, but because of, of little missteps that happen, it creates this giant snowball of tension that just makes this film so freaking incredible. This film is, is amazing. It was. And it is playing Thursday, September 28th at 7.15 at Eau Claire Cinemas. And you can find that at sifcalgary.ca. So if you are in the Calgary area or if you want to fly to Calgary to see this film from Germany, it's I would highly it. suggest you do that in case it didn't play in Germany yet. So, mm. All right. Mer, what you got? Uh, another one that runs uh, tomorrow, Riley. Uh, it's about a high school athlete who basically is, you know, coming out having his issues with being gay and trying to hide it and basically he's you know struggling with who he's supposed to be and you know what people expect of him it was good it was a solid performance by the young actor who was in it nice all right uh da, da, da. what else did i see Ooh, let's talk about doc on the adamant it's a doc about a floating psychiatric center in paris mm-hmm mm-hmm I don't think I need to say anything more. Okay. Nothing at all? You want to say nothing about how some of the characters were pretty cool and they had some really interesting vision about certain things that were happening in their little city of Perry? No. Just okay. go see it. Yeah. This was a mondo for you, right? Yeah, actually, it, every, was, it was a mondo. Everything that we're actually, the Bryce and I specifically are talking about, I can't talk for Murr, but everything for us that we bring up is a mondo. No, it was, it was a super interesting you know, shot of a. It almost seemed like a week. Yeah, it was maybe. probably shot more than on more than that. Yeah, it could but, have been. We don't know the exact time frame. But for sure. uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was so cool. I just I I love this doc. Um, but yeah, uh, it's uh, who knew that there there's a floating psychiatric center in Paris? Yeah, for 
You know, th- this is one of those films I didn't love it as much as you do. And, you know, that happens. But I think this film is really important to show the humanity of this particular community that uh, that lives in, in Paris. And you get to get some insight into these people's vision about how they're treated sometimes and what their vision is and how they, they don't get heard. There's one scene in particular that's kind of near the end of the movie where this one lady wants to make a point that she hasn't been heard. And that, to me, that yeah. moment in the film is yeah. just so, it had it's a, so brilliant. Yeah, it had the perfect, perfect start and the perfect ending of, of like for a documentary. I was like, wow, you couldn't have, you couldn't have started that any better. Yep. You, you jump in right into uh, this guy just singing a song. And it's at the, at the time you're like, what is going yeah, on? Yeah, what is happening right now? And then it all kind of becomes clear. And then, the way they ended it was also just absolutely spot on. I just, I, I love this documentary. It's so, so good. It's, I, I'm and glad does, I saw it in cinemas for sure. And it does have another showing, I believe. What? Uh, Saturday, September 30th at 5 p.m. So once again, nice. go to sifcalgary.ca, get a ticket. It's worth it. Great. Fly, fly over from Paris, people. All right, Mer, what you got, baby? Uh, another one. Uh, Sensing a theme here, another one about uh, a young uh, gay teenager who is overweight and, of course, confused about his sexuality. And that kind of uh, changes when his cousin, female cousin, brings her boyfriend on a camping trip with them. Oh, this sounds and good. He uh, basically develops feelings for the older man. Uh oh. It actually is a decent coming of age film. Uh, it actually is a. a, a Brief cameo by one of the De Chanel sisters. Oh wow! That would be the one from Bones. Oh, uh, it plays Thursday. There's you a De Chanel sister. Yeah. yeah, there's two of them. You know, Sarah? like Zoe and non-Zoe. Emily. Yeah, I know Zoe. Emily's yeah. Emily. Yeah. Has Emily been in any movies? Yeah. Oh she yeah, was, she's been. She in was tons. in Spider-Man Two. Yeah. Was there she? you go. Yeah. Oh. Perhaps you need to know she more the about the sisters. She was the receptionist who wouldn't pay for the pizza because Peter Parker was late. Yeah, I don't remember. She's that been in some all. stuff. Well then. Now you know, but Bryce. But her TV show was on for 12 years. <sighs> Bryce. saying. You don't know all the sisters. I don't know what a Bones is. So. <laughs> it's, a, it's where one of the sisters is in. He just literally it's, explained it's one of the 206 you. in your body. <laughs> exactly. Thanks for that anatomy lesson, yeah. Mer. All right. So the next film I want to talk about, which I'm not going to get. Well, you know what? I'm giving a motherfucking spoiler here. This is the best film I've ever seen this year. So that's what I'm going to tell you. It is called 20,000 Species of Bees. And if you love bees as much as I love bees, this movie is for you. It's not just about bees, though. You are right. It is not. I thought it was about bees. First to know, you would think that, but it has nothing really to do. I mean, it has a lot of things to do with bees. But there are scenes in this movie that there is no way that they should have shot this in 2023. And then there are scenes in this that could only have been shot in 2023. The pacing, although slow in building, you know every single character that they put in this film and every feeling that they have from a family going through acceptance of a trans child developing and discovering who they are as a person. When their brother called them Lucia... And then the mom also started calling Lucia when they went missing. I'm not going to say anything more than that. I started crying, and though I thought I may never stop crying, 
but I actually did eventually stop crying. I'm just I'm just letting you know. This this was the mo- most emotional I felt since I saw Flea a couple of years ago. This film allowed me to get inside these characters' heads as a parent and as a weird person that trying to find myself as a child. I I got myself trapped inside these characters' minds and it was took me on an emotional roller coaster that I will not forget for years to come. This film is so, so brilliant. And at the same time, is also shocking at times when you watch some of the things that happen in this film. Did you also think this was Mondo Brace? I also thought it was Mondo. Did it help that I was crying through the end of the movie? That did nothing for me. I just kind of <laughs> looked and I was like, oh, he's, Not he's him weeping again. again. <laughs> like, what? He has a cold, cold heart. <laughs> I mean, I was affected, but... Not like Jim, but yes, uh, everything you said was tr- is true. It is it is it is an achievement in cinema for sure. Um, I I'm not sure this is going to be my best of the festival, eh, but it, okay. it is a it is a super mondo and worth checking out. It's very very good. Um, you know, it's another great coming of age film from Spain. They kind of they kind of do that. Oh yeah, yeah. They, you know, um, so this is playing again. If you haven't had a chance to see it. It's playing yes. Saturday, September 30th at 3.15 p.m. Uh, this talks, this has a lot of topics in here, which will be, I think, something that you may be on either side of the fence if you don't understand trans rights or what's happening in the trans community. But this film really does take you through this journey that I think how it will help people as they see it, that ultimately, you know, the most important thing about in my, maybe it's my opinion. Obviously, I'm not trans, but the most important thing about it is to accept and allow them to be the person that they want to be. So, yeah, I better not talk too much about this, or I'll start crying again. But this film, if you let yourself get taken into one of these characters, and it doesn't even have to be one in particular, any one of the characters in this. There's so much development and character development in this. If you get trapped in any one of those, you're gonna you're gonna be in the same state as me. So, yeah, I love this film. Nice. Mur, what else you got? It, that's well, it? There's one that ran already that I enjoyed more than Bryce did. Okay, well, let's have it. Uh, Isle of Hope. I, I will uh, have no comment on this yes. film. All yeah, right. We'll see about that. Uh, stars Mary Stuart Masterson. Sure does. As a university professor who basically uh, has some issues with her mother, who's a famous actress, who basically spent her whole life crushing her, her, her dreams of being a writer. And her mother has a stroke, and then she wakes up in the hospital and apparently has no memory of the last 15 years and hmm. thinks everything's fine. Wow. Uh, Diane Ladd stars as her mother. I've always liked her, and I think Andrew McCarthy. Andrew McCarthy's in this, too? Yeah. Is. Is. Oh, wow. Yeah. Matt, like you're talking mannequin, Please. Andrew McCarthy? Plays the brother. These okay. two have been in a yeah. Were they both in the pickup artist? Were they also uh, in the mannequin together? No, they're both in Pretty in Pink, though, weren't they? I don't know. Was know. Andrew McCarthy in Pretty in Pink? I think he was the one in He was that. in one of those two. And I think that uh, she Pretty was, in Pink's she one was, of your favorite movies, wasn't, wasn't it? Wasn't she one from of the, the 80s? Babies? It's a great movie. You love Pretty in Pink. I do love you love Pretty Pink. You love it when, anyway, when girls find their, their true romance date. 80s film stars. Yeah, it's kind of neat to see they come back to... Come back to recapture I, their I, I thought it was a childhood. Is it? It, it, it was a good story, but nice. I didn't enjoy it as much as I did. I yeah. have no comment. He has and no comment. It doesn't run again anyway. Oh, there you go. So if you're on Team Murray, hashtag, like you can start tagging for, for this don't, festival, hashtag Team Murray or hashtag Team Bryce for no don't, comment. Don't hashtag. Mm-hmm. 
Hashtag Team Merman. There you go. All right. So we also saw Mr. Dress Up, the magic of make-believe. Uh, it's just documentary about the man that helped educate and entertain millions of kids throughout the years um, here in Canada. Uh, he's kind of the Canadian Fred Rogers. Rogers. However, you know, he's not Canadian. But, yeah. But he eventually became Canadian. <laughs> he got his citizenship. Like, yeah. He's not Canadian. Uh, that was actually a great story. Well, he's, where he's now. I mean, he's, yeah, well, I don't know if he's buried in In Canada. the documentary, there's like one part where, where he, he got a letter from a kid that said that, uh, you know, he wrote a, a report about his favorite Canadian and he, and he picked Mr. Dress Up and he had to write him back saying, I'm sorry, kid, I'm not Canadian. <laughs> but then he, Which caused he, him to he get his Canadian citizenship. Exactly. Did, that he's did, like, did, why aren't I Canadian? Did the teacher give him an F? No, no, no. For false information. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, yeah, just uh, I, I, I went in this knowing that you know, for nostalgia's sake, I was going to enjoy it a little bit. There's going to be stuff in there that I'm going to. You know, but this was such a well-made documentary. I don't think a documentary about Ernie Coombs, Mister Dress Up, could have been made any better. This guy had a passion for what he was doing. Yeah. And everything that he that he put on screen was just cool it was really cool to, to experience that. You know, especially especially with an audience that were that we're all in love with the guy i mean it's hard not to not to enjoy it just based on the people around you just enjoying everything so much yeah um, like this but, is a film but it was it was really really good it's definitely worth a, a film to worth seeing in cinemas i never thought and, i'd give it a mondo and it's, it's funny it's, so mondo. it's funny how you say that because if you remember you and me chatting before we went to see this, I'm like, why in the hell did you book this? It's an it's a Amazon production. We are going to get to see this in on Amazon if you've got Prime for free in probably a month or two from now. So I was like really, really mad that I was going to see this film. But, but not because I was worried that it was going to be bad. I know it's going to be good. Like to your point, um, a doc about Ernie Coombs is going to be absolutely fantastic. But what actually made me makes me mad is the fact that I know I'm going to get to see this, and I'll probably actually get to see it in cinemas, not side of this, but not like but, this. But not like this. So, so you know what? I'm I'm sad because the one movie that I would have seen that was playing at the same time as this, which isn't playing any other time, which I may never get to see in cinema, is broken my heart. But what made this movie different, to your point, is when you see a movie like this, where the entire entire amount of people that are here to see this film are there because of their true love and memories of Mr. Dress Up and how that made them feel as a child for the acceptance to the fact that, you know, they go into grave detail about talking about everybody that was surrounding him that made him such an important person in Canadian history. And that, um, you know, even Casey and Finnegan, Casey's character being the first non-binary character. Yes. I think, you know, they talk about it being in children's television, but I'm pretty sure Casey was the first non-binary oh, yeah. person to be in any TV show. So, and they did that intentionally. They had yeah. thought, Mr. Dress Up was not just a show for kids. It was about allowing them to be accepted. Like, there is, I think, a, quite a theme to this year's festival, as Murray's kind of already alluded to. Yeah, that, no, it seems to that be there's very much leaning I have, more towards the LGBT. Well, and and you it's know not what? Just that though. Yeah, it's, it's not just that. It's like accept acceptance. It's more but, about yeah. acceptance yeah. than yeah. anything else. And and you know, with what's going on in the world, I think SIF has done a really good job of bringing films that really talk about what's happening around the world, specifically 
about this to allow for acceptance like let's let's move past all our differences and just get to accepting people so to your point i love this stock like what when i went into it i was like i'm gonna hate this thing so much because i'm so angry that i can't see this other movie but then you get into this and your my heart melted and i was just like i'm so glad i'm seeing this with a bunch of people who are like totally boned up for mr dress up <laughs> like it was just it was just so good it's just fun. Yeah, you 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 should definitely see this. I added the and you can, Jim. Oh, you yes. play, what? It's playing one more time this week. One more time. Had a really good time too. Saturday, September thirtieth at twelve p.m. Bring the kids. Bring yeah, the this kids. is one. This is one you can bring your so kids. Mean there's to. no swearing in this. Yeah, there's there's no swearing. They this is like a who's who of Canadian talent who actually is also involved in the in this. The your yeah. to your point. I don't think anybody could have made a better... And, you know, the funniest thing about this... I had a couple of comments I would have made, but, you know, ultimately, you, your message is exactly the message that I had. It was in this that, that actually the funniest thing about this is that Fred Rogers and Ernie Coombs were really good friends. Yeah. And for us to have... And they, they came to Canada together. Yeah. And... Fred Rogers said, yeah, I'm going to take my neighborhood back to the U.S. <laughs> and Ernie said, no way. I love Canada. Let's do it. And thank, thank God he did. Sort, right? of the, sort of how it happened. The, yeah. <laughs> the only thing that, that made me sad about this is we didn't get more about uh, the Friendly Giant. Yeah. Because it, was, it is brought in there. So if, you, if you're older like me, I, I actually have more memories of, of the Friendly Giant because I'm old as fuck. Yeah. But, but, you know... I still remember the transition of Mr. Dress Up from when Casey and Finnegan were there. And then I turned it back on, I think, when my kids were younger. Right. And I'm like, Where's where, Casey the, where the fuck's Casey and Finnegan? <laughs> and now right? you know why. And now I know why. So I'm sure glad I saw this. Yeah, everybody should see this doc. And if you don't get to see it this weekend, then it's going to come out on Prime and definitely see it. Awesome. Excellent. Mer. Got anything Earth's else? Done. That's it? All right. Well, I think you got one more. I do got than one I got because you got an entire day. Yeah. Is it just one more or is there two more? No, there's just one more. All right. Let me hear it. Uh, I've been looking the, forward to this. The movie is called Perfect Days. Uh, it's the latest from director Wim Wenders. Uh, who knew following a man who cleans public bathrooms in Tokyo could be so freaking compelling? That's the only thing I want to see now. <laughs> it's, this was... This soundtrack was amazing with the Smiths, the Animals, Lou <gasps> Reed, Van Morrison. It was just, it was such a good soundtrack. Like he's got, he, he travels around from place to place and he's got cassette tapes that he's still. That he's is still, it a doc or is it a drama? No, it's a drama. And man, is it dramatic. This is, this is going, like at this point, this is my favorite film of the festival. Wow. I absolutely adored every single second of this movie. It is it is heartbreaking. It is funny. It is just, it's everything you want in a film. It really is. And if you get a chance to see Perfect Days, as I say, it's, it might be the perfect movie. I loved this movie. And it, well, and it was, was he living a perfect day? Uh, well, we got to follow him through a few perfect days. Oh, nice. And we got a few different versions of, uh, of, perfect, his perfect, day, days. of perfect Day by Lou Reed, which is also good. Yeah. <laughs> so, Such a perfect got a, day. Got a nice piano version in the in the closing credits, with, you know, which was really nice. Um, it is playing again. What? Yes. So you can still see this, oh, in my opinion, perhaps perfect movie. Uh, perfect Days, Sunday, October 1st at 2. 30 p.m. Get your tickets at sithcalgary.ca. 
Do we need to say that? Or, just a few or more at the times? Eau Claire box office. You, this one, you'll probably just, be able to walk up and buy a just ticket. Show up. Yeah. yeah it's funny because by Sunday, there's, uh, except maybe the closing gala type things, there's usually a lot of t- empty well, space in the stuff, cinemas. Well, you've, 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 stuff you've, has run more than twice. Stuff's run yeah. more than, and you've also got, you know, the people that have been going hardcore like me and Jim are just wiped out by yeah. Sunday. And I know. We're doing, you know, three, you know, th- between three to five movies a day, then all of a sudden we're doing, we're like, one. I, I won. Yeah. So. <laughs> so you know, you you got to you you'll be able to walk up and get a ticket to a lot of this stuff on Sunday, and a lot of these are I noticed kind of playing Saturday Maybe Sunday. Maybe the so. Mister dress, dress Up may want to get your tickets in advance. That's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah, that one's probably going to sell out because you know it's funny. Also, um, they added I think they've added a couple of ones like Fallen Leaves. I think was one they yeah they, they, they added the screening to it. So yeah, there's like three of them. Um, and I think it's because of the feedback of of the films. But you know what? Probably. One thing I want to say so far in this festival like lots of times we'll we'll go to the film festivals in it and it's like there'll be a few movies that are just kind of, these are these are not the greatest i don't know how this made it into the festival but so far this festival has been freaking amazing like there hasn't been a lot or anything that's been sort of you know, well, you weren't, there on, you weren't there on Sunday. That's but. true. I was not. But but, but for the most still, part, this there is so much good in this. There was. There was. And you there, know? I saw two amazing films on Sunday. So it's, and it's two all that good. weren't. And two that weren't. Weren't as amazing. Okay, gotcha. It happens. Nice. Yeah, well, you know, this is, I guess, a point I would probably try and make is that, you know, having, people go to ha- films. Having said that, I walked out and there were some little old ladies in the movie that I didn't enjoy that I noticed we're giving it five out of five. There you so, go. Well, you that's, know, that's what I, that's was it's funny because that's the everybody's point. got their opinion of what a, what what makes a good movie for the, them, and not everybody's the same. Yeah, that point is exactly what I was going to make, which is kind of like everybody's got a reason why they want to go to the cinemas, right? Um, yep. I think speaking for me, I want to go there to be transformed, um, not necessarily entertained. If I'm transformed, then I feel I have been entertained. I don't know about you. What what's the thing that drives you to go to the cinemas? Oh, that's, that's that that's the whole thing. I want to I want to I want to see something on the screen that perhaps that I've never seen before. Sometimes if it's just unique and I've never seen it before, that can take it a long way. Mm-hmm. It really can. Oh yeah. And as you say, if 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 it if it ev- you know evokes emotion out of me, which is hard to get out of me sometimes. Oh yeah, you're just <laughs> then the filmmaker's devoid. done a tremendous job. Yeah, that's a real test for you. It is. What about but you? If Mer? I'm sitting there blank faced, then uh, why am I here? Yeah. What about you, Mer? Why, why do you go to the cinema? I want to be entertained. Yeah. I want to lose my I lose myself because you know real life. It's sucks, not the greatest for the Mer sometimes. The yeah. But yeah, I want to forget about my, all of everything going on in my life and just be taken away. And yeah, yeah, some movies. If, if I have like a tear at the end of it, then yeah, they've done their job. Yeah. You know what? So that, so that's just it. What, what is it that's driving you to cinemas? And that's, what's so great when you have a festival like this, that has six, seven or eight cinema like screenings at one time, there's so much choice for you. So yeah, there's please, everyone. people go and visit this festival, go and visit your local festival. If you're listening to us from around the world, Find out when your local film festival is playing and please just go put butts in seats. These things need to keep going. And a big thing for us is this is playing at a cinema that we have six cinemas in and it's closing from downtown Calgary. So we don't even know what's going to happen next year for this nope. festival. We're, we're, we know it's going to continue, but it's not going to be the same feel, I think, for us. So, yeah. 
that's it for us so far. So, well, thanks to the Calgary International Film Festival or CIF Calgary for allowing us to work with them as part of the media team for the festival. Find us on social media everywhere at Film Rage YYC. Check out everything Film Rage at filmrageyyc.com, including our merch site for Redbubble and Tee Public. Send us emails to filmragecalgary at gmail.com. Listen in Sunday for our final recap of our part two of the best films of the festival. And whatever you do, please check out everything on the SIF Calgary website for all the great films playing at this amazing festival, which basically should be your tick sheet of the films you want to see for this coming year. And that can be found at sifcalgary.ca. Thanks, Ragers, for listening. We will be back to a sort of regular episode this Wednesday. Now, get out there and see a film in cinemas. And don't forget, Rage On. Rage On.